Welcome to Ragbags Bonus Bag. My name's Frank Burton. This time we're off to Maastricht in the Netherlands to talk to Prane Sastri from the band Calica, one of the best new acts on the scene right now. Prane is actually the only permanent member of the band. We'll get into that. But first, let's have a listen to Calica. Now, there's a whole bunch of different elements in Calica's music that come together in a really interesting and exciting way. You're going to love it. This first track is called Polarity. I don't know why they call it yoga. It should be called just exercise. But that wouldn't appeal to me. You have to pay money to learn yoga, to breathe properly and all that, really.
Kalika is she she's a Hindu goddess and one of the things that she signifies or stands for is the death of the ego so you'll see her with like a necklace of skulls which basically represent like the ego like the head the severed head is the death of the ego in a way and i, I feel really close to that because i think the one thing that will help me get closer to that is music music is kind of a place where you can lose yourself and that is definitely quite a quite a special thing in my life and i guess everyone has to at some point get over themselves you know cuz we're all i don't know pretty focused on our, on ourselves we're all very proud especially in this day and age everyone's extremely proud i'm very proud of myself and i don't like that too much about myself we're in this constant struggle right against our our own ego and our pride and so on i just feel like music is a great place to lose all of that and just let go of all of that. So it's it's pretty long story but um I figure I should start like way at the beginning which is when I was actually in India and I had all these toys right I had a, I had a room to myself a closet actually and I always joke that when I finished recording the first EP which I did on my own when I finished it I kind of came out of the closet and I shared my music with the world so it started there like I had a closet I had some like I had a guitar microphone a couple of things and i really wanted to record some music and this was in between this was between um when i lived in the in the netherlands and india so i was traveling back and forth a lot um between the two countries and my i, I had kind of like an identity crisis thing going on so music kind of was a culmination of all of that it was just me figuring out who i am you know in like a ultra globalized world you know traveling back and forth seeing different cultures different people um you know vastly different lifestyles and all of that yeah it was basically like me being conflicted with my own self a lot i was just in constant conflict you know like cuz i i felt like i was equally a part of two very different worlds but also i rejected a lot of things about both of those places or cultures so that's kind of how that first ep came to life so it was just me was basically like a like a solo project right like i had started recording some stuff i think i had seven or eight songs that i that i wrote and recorded and i brought them to the netherlands with me and word of mouth is pretty cool here it's like a small town you know so i talked to some friends who are musicians and then they spread you know they had other musician friends and they and basically they talked me up in a way <laughs> i was introduced to a bunch of different people and we ended up jamming quite seriously with uh, three or four guys and in the end it was just the three of us uh, johnny luciano and me who kind of recorded a lot of what you heard on the ep on the song rolls as well that you featured we rehearsed through the winter in a really extremely cold abandoned warehouse kind of 
so th that's where it kind of began but other than that there's not really a live scene for anything which is unfortunate i think we did what we could given the given the circumstances <clears throat> but the reception we had on the internet was was much better we we didn't really go the the traditional route what we did was we so we we used bandcamp um to release the music you know to for the copyrights and all of that stuff what we wanted to do was um use instagram because i feel like that is something that's often overlooked as a musician we we used instagram facebook actually was quite quite big for us and youtube i'd say these three things were pretty powerful just because of i i really can't tell you why <laughs> you know like um we 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 tried a lot so i was very um inspired by people around me especially my girlfriend it's really not it's not in my nature to go to go out and tell people hey i'm a musician you know i'm in a band check out my music or you know approach magazines or whatever that kind of stuff but my basically she really inspired me to do it and i found that was a very effective strategy because it turns out the, the music itself was good people were actually liking the music all i had to do was to actually reach out to people so that kind of was a big learning step for me besides that i think man actually didn't put a whole lot of effort into um, anything else really because i i see a lot of artists constantly posting and for me social media gives me so much anxiety there's no way that i could i could do that you know i've i've already taken like a 3 month like hiatus from any kind of social media usage you know it's pretty detrimental to my mental health for sure like when i see social media i get like like a flood of anxiety <laughs> so i kind of try to avoid it i'm trying to reevaluate my relationship with um, social media so fortunately the past 3 months um or maybe even 4 months um i've kind of taken a step back from the whole music thing there's been a bit of silence for me on the on the musical front and i think this has been really really good for me because i kind of needed to process all the stuff that happened <laughs> musically because we started the band and within like a few months a lot of things were happening you know like um and we didn't really have time to take stock of where things were going and how we plan our gigs and we didn't really have any plan it just sort of happened i realized that and we we just weren't very organized you know things just happened but i feel like i've come i've come a really long way i've realized that i will do this on my own terms because the more i'm told what to do the less happy i am for me as a musician the thing that i really want to do is express i really want to share a message there's certain things that i really want to convey to people and i don't want that to be lost ever and if if that gets lost then then everything is lost there's no point putting out songs because they don't really mean anything to me so what i'm doing now is reflecting on who i am what really matters to me figuring myself out compiling my thoughts on certain things and that's the direction i'm headed in you know i ha- i started with a message and i've been writing a lot of music also which i think has been a lot simpler than what i've done in the past because you know i was i was young and i was enamored of really skillful playing and things like that you know but now i feel like i'm a bit you know the wow factor doesn't do anything for me like i don't want to have the most technically challenging music or be the best 
you know, musician or have anything, the skill component isn't doing anything for me now. I realized that I want to, like I said, just have music that has a really strong and genuine message, have the music be simple, have it serve what it is that I'm trying to say, you know? Yeah, so that's the journey I'm on and I've already started making music. It's good to be able to do that, especially on my own, because I really need to reflect, process, and all of that has inspired me, like it's really inspired me to, to write new music. And with, with like a much more positive and productive sort of attitude. And I guess it, it takes a certain level of like comfort, you know, <laughs> to be able to do that and like self-awareness, um, confidence, but not, 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 I'm not talking about like cockiness, you know, just like a confidence in like to be comfortable with what I am. And yeah, if I can share, share something honestly, then I think I will have done my job as an artist, at least in the, in, in the most sincere way that I'm capable of doing it. Maybe someone else is a different kind of musician, but I'm starting to realize the kind of musician that I am. And I think I'm pretty cool with it and excited for what's coming. like I'm always trying to tell one cohesive story story like in each song so each song is one cohesive story in my head and that may not be the case like over an entire album but in each of those songs I feel like I'm just using fragments that have been I don't know they're like deep in my subconscious you know I've heard so much music over my lifetime and I'm pretty open-minded when it comes to music you know like I listen to a lot of different kinds of music and I don't sometimes realize how it's influencing me. So all of that stuff just comes out at some point, you know, when I'm sitting um, and, and jamming with someone or jamming to myself, stuff will come out, you know, and it's, it's certainly a mix of a lot of different things. And I don't believe in the puritanical way of like approaching music through like the lens of like a genre or something. So I just want to be, <laughs> like I'm saying, I'm trying to make a song that is cohesive tells a story, like tells an actual story and um, conveys a message. And more often than not, it'll, it'll combine influences. There's a lot of Indian music in there because I heard a lot of Indian music growing up in India. My grandfather used to both, actually both my grandfathers were, had some musical talent, they were musicians. Um, one of them used to play the flute on the All India radio and stuff. I used to hear him playing the flute all the time at home. And I used to love it. So I, I was basically inspired a lot by very classical Indian music, um, but also by very commercial <laughs> Western music at the same time. And commercially Indian music, like Bollywood and stuff. I was influenced by a lot of different music. I guess it all kind of comes together. I tend to find my home in slightly darker music at times. 
or more contemplative kinds of music but that, is, that doesn't mean that i don't write the occasional like happy bouncy <laughs> song you know yeah so the, that's just it it's just everything coming together and it it'll come out through whatever i have available to me if i have a laptop and like you know like a midi keyboard then that's what i'll use to produce the sounds that i want to produce if there's a guitar if if there's if i have like a percussion instrument lying around like bongos or tabla or something then that's what's going to come out and if there's if i can only do vocals i might even just only do that so for me i'm pretty pragmatic when it comes to the tools that i use because i feel like i'm i'm pretty comfortable expressing myself through different media, media by now and that's that's kind of how i i approach this the songwriting i would always say that making music is kind of a sometimes it's a privilege for me because it means i have time you know <laughs> i have spare time yeah basically if i'm if i'm making music then things are okay for me if i'm not making music something's up <laughs> I've actually been revisiting some um, Bollywood music these days because I've I've been writing a lot of electronica and I think that Bollywood actually uses a lot of electronic sounds. They're very creative actually at times. Like um, there's there's a movie called Bluffmaster um, on which they have pretty cool songs. Then I was um, I mean I've been listening to Ali Farkaturi. He's like an African uh, guitar guy. He comes from Mali. He's just a really in- phenomenal guitar player actually and he has a very unique approach to playing the instrument yeah and he has a really good voice as well so really folky kind of uh, music so i've been listening to there's um, the gondwana orchestra there's a there's a guy called matthew holsall and he it, it's his um, band um it's pretty chill um, jazz with influences from all over the world as well i've been listening to some actually kind of mainstream stuff as well kendrick lamar recently this is probably not what you're expecting to hear but <laughs> i'm not going to reject the mainstream just because um it's mainstream you know like there's there's certain artists who i feel like make a couple of good songs here and there and i was listening to um some 9 inch nails recently i'm kind of trying to record the music that i'm making and produce it to a certain extent I'm also following producers so I like listening to producers who um make music that I like especially in the rock world um one of them is is a guy called uh, called Andy Wallace 
he recorded a bunch of bands, you know, Slayer, Linkin Park, all kinds of bands that kind of made my childhood metal world what it was. So I've been following producers to see how they make their music really come to life, how they breathe life into their music. I've been listening to some some chill music. There's there's a band called um, Tosca. I think they might be Austrian. I'm not sure about that, but they they they're very chill, ambient electronica kind of kind of band. At the moment, I'm really exploring like um, African music because I haven't at, not at, at the moment. I've been like listening to a lot of it over the past few months, and it's just it's been a pretty cool journey because these musicians are extremely like some of them like the, the music just feels very close to home for me in a way like i can't explain why but it just feels like it's very close to me
Thanks very much to Prane for talking to me in such an open and honest way. What a great talent, and it's only just beginning for him, I think. Two EPs released so far, no doubt there's great things to come. All the links to Calicus Music are in the show notes. Check out all of my stuff too, my books and that, on my website, frankburton.co.uk. Ragbag is back next week, and the next bonus bag... I simply can't wait to share it with you. My God, watch out for that. Oh, check out the Ragbag Rambler on YouTube as well. That's good. See you next time. Podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more.